Hi, and welcome to another edition of One Guest. I'm Edgar B. Herwick III. For generations, parents have been telling their children to get their noses out of the comic books and into their homework. Well, in a genius stroke, my guest today turned the comic book into his homework. Neil Cohen, thanks for coming in today. Thank you very much for having me. You are a comic book scholar. That's right. I'm a PhD student at Tufts University, and I study comic books and the comprehension behind them. Wow, that's fascinating. Now, comics have been a part of your life from your earliest age, is that that's right? That's right. I was always into drawing and drawing stories and drawn stories are usually comic books. Right. And so you read comic books. You even took a job when you were a teenager in a comic book company. That's right. I would help uh, run the conventions for uh, Image Comics and Todd McFarlane Productions. Interesting. And so this is where you wanted your life to go, but you thought, I don't want to regret it later, so I'll just go to college. Yeah, pretty much. I thought, you know, uh, I don't know if I'll have a chance to do this again. I don't want to you know, miss out on something, and so I'll, I'll just go and study something I'm interested in. So you study something to get back to comics. But That's somewhere right. along that road, there was sort of an epiphany of sorts. This, this scholastic world and the world that you knew of comics came together. That's right. I took a class on linguistics and started noticing that things going on in linguistics and related to the mind were things that were going on under the hood in the kind of the theories related to how comics work. And so this led you to start theorizing about what you call the language of comics. That's right. That uh, sequences of images are literally a language the same way that sequences of words are a language or sequences of gestures become sign language. Um, so, so this is one of your books here, This is right? one of my books. It's more artistic work. Um, and that when you have sequences of images, um, uh, we read through these in a sequence, but our mind is actually creating a hierarchic structure to fully understand these things in ways that aren't necessarily mimicking the pace by pace, panel by panel pace that we read, but uh, a big broader meaning. Right. And, and you're finding that, you know, like any other language, it's sort of different from culture to culture and people's aptitude to sort of understand it. That's right. Different cultures understand this in different ways. And it, sometimes it doesn't even look like comics. In Australia, aboriginals use sand narratives that are essentially the same visual language. That's fascinating. So what are, what are some other cultures' aptitude for, like, understanding visual language? Well, if you think of Japan, for example, everybody reads manga as they mm -hmm. call it in Japan, and everybody draws manga, and all kids have a very high proficiency at drawing and uh, comprehending these works, and there's no kind of boundary as to what sort of genres are used in it. So what I think is interesting about some of your work is you start to look at this as a language and then say, this can do anything that other languages can do. That's right. If you actually consider this visual language as a language, we use language for everything. It's, there's no con constraint on genre or context. It can be used everywhere and anywhere. And the same could be true of this visual language. You could, don't have to be just about superheroes or me graphic memoirs and graphic novels uh, or funny things as in comic strips. You could write, you know, articles this way. Magazine right. articles, you could write newspaper articles, you could write textbooks this way. There's really no limit to the usage that could be used if you take, the, take it out of the context of comics and into the context of language use. And that's what your book, We the People, is about, right? That's right. I did this book with uh, Tom Hartman, who's a radio host, and uh, I took his political writings and essentially wrote them, converted them into this visual form. Uh, so this is a book about the pervasive influence that mega corporations have on American democracy and what uh, the consequences of that. Unbelievable. So comics, not just for kids anymore. Not really. Not really. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, it's been really interesting talking to you. I wish we had more time, but we're out of time. Thank you so much for coming in today, Neil. If you want to get more information about Neil and his work, you can come to our website, wgbh.org slash one guest. Thanks again for coming in. Great. Thank you. We'll see you next time on One Guest.